This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and uh, you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Uh, actually, this topic is near and dear to my heart because I'm involved with it, but we're going to be talking with Daniel, and we're going to be talking about the Workforce Accelerator. It's an accelerator out of Southeast Asia, and, and Daniel's going to bring us into it, and we've got a first class to talk about, seven companies, I believe. Uh, to talk about and just kind of the process and things like that. So, Daniel, I know you have a, I know you have m- many other things that you have going on other than just the Workforce Accelerator, but do us a favor, do the uh, audience a favor and introduce yourself and then introduce the Workforce Accelerator. Sure. Uh, no, thanks, uh, William, for, for taking the time. So the, the Workplace Accelerator uh, <laughs> is Southeast Asia's first HR tech, work tech dedicated uh, growth and investment platform. Uh, we have just launched our inaugural cohort, uh, started mid-October, which as we mentioned now comprises of, of seven fantastic high potential businesses in the region. Uh, and really it was set up, you know, we think that HR tech is somewhat of an unloved category in the region, but if you look at the, the potential of the the, just the geographic situation, the economic situation, the, you know, the ab- absolute social need uh, and business need for greater awareness around HR tech. Um, we just thought that now was a time to really pro- build a program that, that helps evangelize and champion some of the highest potential businesses out there. I love that. Define uh, Southeast Asia for us, uh, uh, just basically. What are, we, what are we looking at? Yeah, so I mean, we're... we're, we're moderately loose with the, our own geographic limitations, but most of the businesses of the seven are, are focused on growing in and around the Philippines, Singapore, um, Malaysia, Thailand. Uh, we have participants who are based in Hong Kong, but you know, again, trying to break into the Southeast Asia. We have participants in Australia who are again trying to break into the, uh, the Indonesian, uh, Philippine, Singapore type markets, uh, as well as India. Uh, coming into the region, but but typically it's, it's those sort of um, you know, the core markets again. The most mature of those you know, are, are the sort of Singapore, Hong Kong, sorry, Singapore, Philippines, right. Malaysia, Thai, Vietnam, obviously, uh, Indonesia, obviously, uh, are sort of the, the high growth markets that are are still now at a at an acceptable level for you know, for HR tech ventures to to try and build a, you know, a fantastic business. And and folks are going to ask at one at one point. So, first of all, your accent is British, yes. Correct. And where in where in Great Britain are we from? I am from London originally. Where in London? Uh, from a place called Southeast London, a place called okay. Beckenham. Oh, okay. I I know my geography of uh, of the UK based on football clubs. So yeah, so, we're we're just near Crystal Palace. Ah, done. Gotcha. There's, there you go. <laughs> now I know where you're at. Actually, that well-known landmark. <laughs> it is a well-known landmark. Um, and you live in Singapore, correct? I am. I've been in Singapore about three years now. Okay. 
So let's talk about the process. So when you first started this, um, you wanted to gather together. You saw the underrepresentation. You wanted to gather together some 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 advisors, some mentors, and then open it up and bring in, you know, applicants. You know, uh, bring in companies and take them through a process. So let's start with uh, let's start with the most important: the companies themselves. Um, what was the process to attract them to the workplace accelerator? Yeah, so we ultimately did everything and anything we can to, uh, to build out awareness of the Workplace Accelerator. The, uh, I mean, just as a bit of background on, on me, uh, I run a business called Verimark. It's also a HR tech uh, business in the background streaming space. Before that, uh, I was running the digital innovation investment arm across APAC for Deco Group, the world's largest recruitment company. Uh, and I did that for a couple of years as well as what originally brought me to Singapore. So I was pretty well embedded in the HR tech and work tech uh, future of work ecosystem out here. Uh, we really leveraged all of those existing contacts to build out awareness uh, at a first instance uh, amongst the community that we're building this program you know, that interested applicants should apply. We uh, actually, Singapore is a great hub for, for HR tech and there's, there's, there's bloggers and influencers like Adrian Tan or, or Sri Ramayer and the, the HR tech marketplace. Um, who were then further able to build awareness through their communities. You know, we, got, we got press in on some of the leading titles out here, as you'd expect, as well as the HR and trade titles. Uh, we built partnerships with the Malaysian government, their MDEC, uh, who promoted it across their region, same with uh, the Thai government, who, whose digital uh, encouragement agency um, also you know, spread the word. Um, so really it was anything and everything that we could at a, both an institutional and a ground-up level to to grow awareness of, of what we were trying to do. And, and then... The, and the companies you're... Uh, sorry to interrupt, Daniel. The, the companies that you were trying to attract uh, outside of the vertical market and the people that they serve, what type... I mean, I'm, think, I'm assuming startups and I'm assuming maybe pre-revenue or uh, some type of... some There's there's a form here. What did, What's the sweet spot for the people that, that applied, the companies that applied? What, where did you want to see them kind of on the maturity curve? So we set the criteria that all of the businesses had to have existing products, uh, have, had to be generating revenue. And so no, no pre-revenue generation, no ideation, no concept phase. We wanted fully formed, uh, as much as you can be at an early stage, but fully formed teams and products with a proven market traction, uh, focused, again, on trying to grow the businesses within this geographic region. So most of those, I would assume, are pre-Series A? Yeah, they're, 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 they're all seed stage or just coming yeah. up to seed stage businesses. Uh, right. all, all B2B, all revenue generating, about 15K MRR type uh, right. as an average. Okay. And the, the, so you did everything to attract them. Then there was an application process, and then you had to the <laughs> this untenable uh, work of then going through and interviewing and taking them through a process. What was that? What was that like? A. So you did all the all the all the hard work of attracting them. Now you got them, and I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. now the fun starts. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, you, you know, but you know, with, with the joy of telling people you, that they were accepted, you had the, the unfortunate displeasure of, of telling people that they weren't, but. The, um, you know, the, the vetting process, again, we wanted to make it you know, pretty stringent. And this, is, uh, this was the first time that we were putting together the cohort. 
we wanted to make sure that it was as, as high a class as, as possible. The, there were three rounds of interviews, so the, the, um, both with myself, uh, one of the other partners from the Workplace Accelerator, uh, and then we've built out a, an operating partner network of which you are one. Uh, right. So the, these are all highly experienced HR tech uh, experts, each with a, a functional domain knowledge uh, relevant. Uh, and then all of the businesses had to go through one of those extra advisor around interviews as well to make sure that there was a clear market fit. Uh, we'd build out a, uh, sorry, got any other question? No, 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 you're, you're on the right path. Yeah, so that was, uh, so those were the minimum. Um, we also, we've built out this client mentor network of over 100 senior HR leaders who have volunteered to be part of the program uh, from a, a market access point of view. Uh, and then we'd also, we'd, we'd give them a questionnaire to find out what businesses they were most interested in so that we could layer over their insight of what they want or what they needed in the market with our application process. So that was another filter. Uh, and then at the end of the program, we gave everyone a psychometric test to test their entrepreneurial uh, profile and, and sort of weed out any people who might not be as uh, collaborative or entrepreneurial right. as, as, as we thought needed it to be for the yeah, long-term success. Well, you definitely need, they need to be coachable. That's, that's one of the things, I mean, people are going to ask the question and I'll ask it of you. What's, what's the, what's the value of an accelerator? Like if you're in that place and you're pre-seed or you're at steed and you've got a little bit of revenue, you got a product, and you're going to market. What what do you what do you know to be the value, and what do you think the value is for the for the first cohort? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really, you know, as is in the name, right? It's how do you help people get A to, a to B just that little bit faster? Uh, and I think uh, uh, I would say it's down to sort of the three C's: it's cash, contacts, and credibility. Right? And um, we can provide the, you know, the through the market access that we provided, we can. Uh, help provide all of the contacts and so forth through the investment syndicate we've provided. You know, we can help provide some of the cash through the, the VCs that we bring into the program. We've already you know, we've had managing partners of Golden Gate or, or Monks Hill or the whole, you know, the, uh, Paul Jackan from Randstad Innovation Fund came and spoke the other day. So we're giving these, you know, these business direct industries to, to or Tatro, I should say, rather than RIF. Um, but, you know, we're giving direct access to the key players from an investment perspective in the region. But I think more importantly is we're just trying to help them minimize the number of mistakes they make. Right? And right. that's where people like, you know, yourself coming forward. Right? I mean, you're an operating partner. We have 12 operating partners. who are all functional experts who have all committed to spending over 20 hours uh, each operating partner with the businesses in one-to-ones, working through structural and functional problems with the businesses, just helping them understand, you know, how to... You know what a real RFP process looks like, or or you know, why free pilots are a bad idea, or you know X, Y, and Z. And, and these are these are things that you think are obvious once you've made the mistake. Right. Uh, and if you haven't made it, and you're thinking, well, you know, a free pilots can help me sell faster. What a great idea. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's little things like that. But yeah, ultimately, you you know just want to help them move that dial and and minimize the road bumps uh, and then you provide that with as i say the cash and the support and the encouragement to the community then you know we think we've got a, a win mix well i'll i'll give my my side of, of things for for uh, for folks that are interested so while we were going through this process i also did a lot of the surveys and and things like that on the front end and once the cohort class was announced then i did an intake call 
as you would a recruiter. You I did an intake call with each of of the, of the seven startups, and absolutely fascinating. Each call about an hour piece, um, and some some went a little bit longer than that. But but each call, I it's like and I've studied HR tech for twenty something years. Each call was amazing because of what what the companies were doing and how they were approaching problems and how similar in some ways the, of, of both Europe and uh, the U.S., but also different, like a completely different, completely different mindset, completely different buyer. And so uh, it was fascinating to meet the entrepreneurs, but then kind of dig in like, okay, now, now let's figure this out. Um, and uh, so I met all seven of those. That was actually the week of, uh, for us, it was the week of our HR tech conference, uh, the, the, one of the HR tech conferences in, in the U.S. And so it was a busy week because uh, I live in Dallas. So, <laughs> so the, the time zone, the time zone uh, change, you know, when you're talking to folks in India or Australia or whatever, you, you know, you just you set your clock a little bit differently. But each call was fantastic. And in the, in the mix, I also did a presentation Daniel's kind of mentioned it a couple of times. That's what brought, brought, brought me around to it. And he was on pilots. It was actually a go-to-market. Uh, and it's something I've wanted to present on for quite a while, but I've just never had the, you know, never had the excuse to build a PowerPoint around it. And, uh, and it, it was, it was fun. And I got a ton of questions afterwards. So essentially the bit was the presentation was uh, when you're going to market, how do you look at sales differently how do you how do you think of sales everyone wants to sell the full enterprise well uh and that's and that's great when that when it can happen but if it can't happen what are the other different ways that you can kind of go about it so we went through that and i had a, a fantastic time and it also created with all seven companies it created more questions which is exactly what you know that's the job that's that's what that's what i'm, I'm there for um so the the seven companies so you get through the process, and I know you've just announced in the, in the last uh, couple of weeks you've announced these. So now they're now they're out there, they're they're uh, out out in the world, and uh, everyone's kind of helping them, etc. What do you what do you two things? What what do you what do you think is success for them? Like how do you make sure? You know, these are like children going off to college or going off to university, right? So how do you how do you ensure that they're that they take the advice or that they that they're successful and they, you know, that they ask for help when they need it and things like that. And then the second question is what's your, what's your schedule for the second class? So let's deal with the first, first question first. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it, it, uh, I think you, you, you can give it you know, all the best advice and you can use use the analogy of children and parents, right? And, uh, you, you can't make your kids, uh, Take your advice. You can just hope they will follow it, uh, or, or the like. And I think the, the same applies to here. The, the, these founders are are all highly skilled. They're all very intelligent. You know, they've all they've all got to get up and go needed to to make it happen. We're here to be you know, their you know their support and, and friend. You know, ultimately, the decisions remain theirs. All we can ultimately do is is help try and create an atmosphere of trust and know that the the support comes based on insight and evidence and experience for them to. To be able to make the most informed decisions on their own right, um, but you know, and ultimately, as, as with all things in life, it comes down to the, the protagonist to, to write their own fate. Um, the 
you know, the I think the most important thing again is that we just you know continue to to provide them and, and create that that network and ongoing support. Right, it's, we've we've set it up as a sixteen week program, but uh, the the idea is that not only that they now have themselves to lean on, and they they are all uh, we were very explicit about not having any competing businesses in the program. Right? So we've right. got seven businesses. Uh, but uh, that, that range from talent management businesses, talent attraction businesses, productivity and collaboration to core HR, uh, but none of them are competing in any way, shape or form. And the best thing about that is actually now you're already starting to see them partner up and collaborate. Right. Uh, because they should, right? they should all be, you know, they're all talking to the same people, they're all finding out new stuff about the, from the same, same buyers. Uh, and we've already seen, you know, a couple of partnerships form, people doing blog you know, webinars with each other, uh, it becomes this wonderful area for cross-personalization. Uh, and again, you know, that's, that was very much the intent as, a, as, a, as how do you create this enduring effect that ultimately multiplies over time. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, the, the final decision, and as it should do, always remains with them. Uh, we right. just, uh, and they, we chose them because we expect them to, to make the right decision. So on that side of things, we're all good. Well, I've, I've had just nothing but great experiences with them so far, and it's we're at the beginning. Uh, and for those listening to the podcast, there's a press release, but, and there's a bunch of other information. But one of the things you want to do is you want to go to workplaceaccelerator.com. So kind of the way it's uh, spelt, uh, the way it sounds is the way it's spelled.com. And the seven companies are uh, Zettel, Z-E-T-L, PMAPs, UpUpApp, Fitbots, Flowtrack, Workbean, and Rushow. And again, as Daniel has already said, they're all different. <laughs> and, you know, the, the cool thing is, is uh, again, looking at these companies, some of them are coming or will at one point come to America uh, and, and explore the American market. It's just, it's inevitable uh, or, or the European market. So, uh, if you're looking for innovation and you want to see some innovation, you want to see this, A, just keep it, keep keep an eye on what the accelerator is doing and keep an eye on kind of the companies that are coming through and the classes that are coming through. Um, so the, this, the, uh, the second question was more of a after the 16-week, you know, the second class um, or the second cohort, what, what's, uh, what's timing on that look like? Yeah, so for us, the... Uh... You know, Southeast Asia or Asia Pac is, you know, a bigger market it is. But, you know, again, we're hyper-focused on sort of this work tech, HR tech sector. And so we will, uh, you know, if we were to be like a traditional accelerator running multiple cohorts every, you know, every six months or whatever, then we'd just end up recycling a lot of the same applicants. So actually the, the thinking for the Workplace Accelerator powered by Fairmark is that we... Uh, actually keep the same program format and structure and so forth, but mix it up geographically. So our next cohort would be, say, in the UK. Uh, and then we would run a European program for all of the work, uh, the, the work tech and HR tech focused businesses uh, in there and set that up again and then spin up the same format or UAE doing the Middle East or such. Uh, I mean, long term thinking, we want to be sort of the epicenter of, uh, put ourselves at the epicenter of HR tech innovation uh, and, and growth and and, you know, we've got these 100 plus client mentors who are across APAC. Now, if we could build out a similar network in, in Europe or the States or Middle East and such as mm-hmm. wherever we run those programs, uh, but then work out a way to bring them all together. So that you all of these, the, you know, these actual practitioners 
who can again share ideas and thoughts around what innovation and HR tech and the problems that need to be solved are uh, are as well. So that we can again, you know, try and try and you know, get the people uh, evangelize it themselves. I love this. You know how much I love this. This is you're speaking my language, and uh, <laughs> and it's just a fun bit. I love startups. I I love working. People ask me all the time like, about my the advisory stuff, and I'm like. I just love working with startups. I mean, there's just, there's an energy, you know, this, cause you're that you're, you're this person yourself, but it's just, there's an energy that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's the same energy that all of the inventors have had the historic, you know, Tesla. I mean, all the inventors that have ever had is they, at one point they look down and say, there's a better way. Yeah. And, they, and, yeah. and, and then they want to go do the, you know, they want to go do that better way. And it's like, that's just, it's just fun to be around them. So, um, well, A, I appreciate you. I know you got, got up early for this. Uh, I appreciate you explaining and we're, we'll, uh, we'll do a follow-up at the end of the six weeks, 16 weeks, and then just kind of see where they're at. That'd you know, be maybe, great. That'd maybe be great. yeah, maybe, maybe just kind of, uh, put a bow on it and say, okay, you know, this, these folks have now graduated. They're out doing great things, et cetera. So, sure, gonna, uh, yeah, no, if I might just add to the audience, but if any, uh, anyone is interested in getting involved or finding out more about, obviously, the Workplace Accelerator, then we're, you know, we'd certainly be keen to, to hear about it. And, uh, you know, you can, as, as Will mentioned, our, our website address is workplaceaccelerator.com or, or you can email me at dan at veramark.com, dan at V E R E mark.com uh, and you know we'd love to to share more information about it or if you're looking for hr tech solutions in southeast asia or apac broadly then you know where to come that's exactly right um daniel i appreciate you thank you so much for coming on the show and uh and until next time for our listeners thank you very much for listening to the recruiting daily podcast you've been listening to the recruiting live podcast by recruiting daily Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at RecruitingDaily.com.